Welcome to the Family Goals Podcast with Davey Pollock and Pastor Jay. My name is Joel House, and the purpose of this podcast is to encourage you to grow closer to God, to strengthen your marriage, and to inspire your family to reach its highest potential. Even though the Super Bowl is passed, Davey gives us a little insight on the leadership qualities of Joe Burrow and what makes him different, but also a great leader. We also get into how to lead your family by example and the attributes you are passing down to your kids. Here's the combo. Let's talk about the Bengals. Who day, baby? Let's talk about who, Joe. Do you know what who day means? Who day? No, what is that? Okay, mean? that's our chant. That's our Bengals chant. I know chant. that. It's like it's almost like who dat the Saints. It's very similar. Might have been stolen from there. I don't know. Who they think they're gonna beat them Bengals? It's their chant. But dude, okay. you talk about another. Like by the way, don't bet against my teams this year. Yeah, it's not a good year. Like the you Bengals the are probably gonna win the Super Bowl. But I'm, that would yeah. be incredible. Braves. Georgia, Bengals, there's, there's a good chance it's happening. So if you're a betting man, you might want to jump on the train. You keep um, saying Bengals. It's the Bengals. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, but I, it's I, crazy. I have a confession as Pastor Jay. Okay. Is I have a man crush on Joe Burrow. I do too. <laughs> I just yeah. love that and guy, Jamar man. Chase. It's hard I not mean, to. He's yeah. a winner. You, you, he is a winner. He, you know he, and he also won the Mississippi Mullets, the fantasy championship. Well, you can't, it's hard to complain <laughs> And that. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, good Lord. Yeah, okay. he's a beast. But here, here's what's interesting about that. If you ever sat down with Joe Burrow or you ever around Joe Burrow, he's a different, 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 different bird. Oh, really? But it's just amazing to me. Like he, I, I would, And he would probably classify him this. He's more of a nerd. Like he's more of a... Like he's got some, he'll he'll talk about the galaxy, and he he's he's got some crazy like, he's hyper smart, super smart, but super nerdy. Um, but what it shows you is, like, you you can be different to lead. Like you don't have to be this a certain type of leader to lead people correctly. And he does such a good job of, listen, he can throw a football, he's great at it, but he can buy time, but. Like he holds people accountable. People love him because he he performs and he does his job and he like he it's just it's cool because he's very, very different. And you might sit down with him and be like, dang, he's like he's not Peyton Manning. He's not like a you know, he's not that kind of guy, but he's uh, he's more to himself, he's more reserved, he's more antisocial, but can still be a great leader and my God, he's good. I mean, just I mean, they were the worst in the league two years ago because they had the number one pick in the draft. Yeah. And then now they're in the AFC Championship. And his game. offensive line stinks. <laughs> he not, was sacked like 10 times last year. They're game. not very good, yeah. but he doesn't flinch. He does an unbelievable He's job. Tough. Doesn't He's flinch. tough. But that's a, that's a suffering fan base, too. Trust me. I was with the Bengals for a while, and that's yeah, – you had bags over your heads. You had all, I mean, it's not – it wasn't good. It was not – we, we kind of mm. – we turned it around and had a little more success, but – it's unbelievable to see. Well, they we, give him some offensive line help, and that team's going to be – dude, yeah. the, the NFL, Allen, Josh Did Allen. Did you watch that game? Yeah, Patty Mahomes, Joe Burrow, the AFC and, and football, like young – Lamar Jackson, like young I'm, – I'm missing a bunch of guys too, but there's young quarterbacks that are just – I mean, I, I think I think you got – with Josh Allen and, and uh, Mahomes, you got your Manning-Brady for the next yeah. you know, 10, I mean, 12 that years. Game, that game, the playoff game they just played was – I couldn't believe it. Like it was, I thought it was over, and then another thirteen, I mean, 13 seconds. seconds, and Mahomes takes him down and kicks a, a game time field goal. Crazy, and then the coin toss. Whoever won the coin toss was going to win. Probably. How about Stafford too? I missed that one, but I mean the Rams. You you talk about like OBJ. You talk about the. <laughs> you talk about the Rams. By the way, peeing down their legs and trying to find a way to lose the game. 
if you didn't watch that game, I didn't watch it. Yeah, dude, they've Acres fumbled twice. He fumbled going in to score on the two right before the half. Um, they snap the fumble at the end. They snap it over Stafford's head, like at, at thirty yards over his head, and 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 Tampa Bay gets it back. Like you missed a field goal. You couldn't have you couldn't have messed it up any worse to give Tampa Bay sixty five opportunities to win it, and then they tie it, and then. Uh, and then Stafford goes in 42 seconds. Stafford goes the length of the field to get a, a game-winning field goal. But you talk about trying to find a way to lose it. They they did everything in their power to lose it. It was nuts. Yeah, I was surprised Tom Brady didn't come out. Come out on. They top. gave him every opportunity. I can it was tell you that fun much. seeing him lose. I'm not gonna lie, I enjoyed it too. I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. lie. Either. I'm, t- I'm tired of seeing him win. I'm a hundred tired of seeing him win. I'm hundred percent with you. So. All right, do we want to get back into, like, our space, or do you want to stay in the sports space? Yeah, let's get back in our space. Okay. I, feel like we're, um, I mean, we're, we're in a rabbit hole, and you're, you're not very good at that <laughs> rabbit hole either because you don't even watch it. So let's get back well, to your Well, I was preaching the bit. Word of God yesterday up, at, up in Milton, uh-huh. and I was proud of it because we were going up. This is our third time going up there, and um, so the – we can't get the clubhouse later. The, the neighbor, we're meeting in, in their neighborhood clubhouse, and it closes at 5. And so in order for me to go, you know, I can't go in the mornings, obviously. We'd rather do it in the evening, but the only time we can get is 3.30. So I'm driving up there yesterday, and I'm thinking, this is right in the middle of this you know, playoff game. Oh, yeah. And a lot of them are Georgia fans. They like Stafford. And I'm thinking, how many of these guys are, are going to show up? And uh, so, we, you know, we had 60 – Sixty folks showed That's up. That's awesome. And uh, three people committed their lives to Christ. And I was like, "Well, this is this is worth my trip." Good for up you. Here. Good for you doing it too. And uh, sure, you wanted to watch the, sit on the couch and watch the. Oh, games. I did. I did. I mean, that's that's typically, you know, what I do. And but I did get home to watch the uh, the Chiefs and Bills game, which yeah. was which was um, incredible. So, but yeah. hey, so here's what I'm struggling with at home. How about this? I'll give you something. I'm struggling with. Um, I'm struggling with how do how do I how do I be a dad and lead my family and teach them to be tough and teach them how to respond to adversity and teach them that stuff, but still be compassionate, but still like you know you fall and you get hurt, you're okay, like you're not dying, your leg's not detached, like. I think people at home would love to hear this from you too. I, I would love to hear it just as a, as a dad. Like I'm trying to learn how to. Like it's funny. I, I hear my kids talk, and you know they're disrespectful to each other sometimes, as you know, brother and sister. And, and I said to him yesterday, I was like, dude, I said, do you do me and mommy talk to them, talk to her, each other like that? No, sir. Well, why are y'all ta- why do y'all talk to each other like that? Why do you think that's okay? Why can't we be kind? Like why are we being disrespectful to each other? What do you do to? How do you? How do you? I think I think me and Lindsay got to do a better job talking to our kids in a in a positive manner all the time, and so they emulate that. Like I think we have to do more of that. But how do you how did you referee your kids, or how did you keep them positive towards each other, or you know how do how do you do that as a parent? Well, I think you've got to know each kid. I mean, each child is different, and so <laughs> ain't that the truth? Yeah, there are some kids that you know they might respond well to more the getting getting in their face and you know like football coach type motivation type stuff i don't see you ever doing that no i mean i'm more like 
positive encouragement. I mean, I'm a huge fan of creating the right environment, creating a positive, encouraging environment, and, and helping people thrive. How do you do that? Um, I'm all, how, how, I'm all, how, do, how do I do that with I'm like... All, well, it, it is a challenge. It is a challenge. Now, if you, if you look at Jesus, because pe- people have this... And I almost brought this up in church yesterday. I had to edit. I had, to, I had so much stuff I had to edit out because I'm on fire. On fire. <laughs> fire. But when you think about Jesus, what images come into your mind when you think about Jesus? See, I know the answers, and so I know what it's going to lead to. That, and I, and I, well, well what, the images that come into our mind is, is like Jesus walking on water, Jesus dying on the cross, Jesus saying, let the little children come to me, Jesus feeding the 5,000 with the... With the fish and the loaves, treating women and kids with kids with children with respect. Oh yeah, like everybody with respect. But there's two times in the Bible, Jesus goes into the temple, and he cleans house, flips over tables, he's flipping over tables. Yep. He's got a whip. He's running out the money changers, and he says, "You have turned my house into a den of robbers," and it's supposed to be a house of prayer. And and that's what I was talking about yesterday. That God's house is a house of prayer, and really challenging us to come and to pray and to seek God. And and uh, but I think with with Jesus, you have this. A lot of people see Jesus as this wearing a a uh, you know t- terry cloth robe, and he's floating off the ground, and there's bunnies hopping around, and he's holding a little uh, dove, and this is this you know Sunday school Jesus. You know, these yeah. pictures that we see. But he, he was a man's man. Yeah. I mean, he was a carpenter. He worked with his hands. Uh, he slept outside. I mean, he basically went on three, you know, three-year camping trip with the disciples. I mean, he was a true man's man, but yet he had a tender heart. And so I think trying to be, you know, trying to teach my son to, to be a man's man and to be competitive and to win and, and all that, but also at the same time to be gentle and compassionate and, care for the least of these and to treat your mom with respect, treat your sister with respect. And so there, there is that, I mean, with Jesus, you have, you have both. Yeah. And so with Joe and Julia never really fought that much. Cause it was, I don't know why. I don't know if it's because a boy and girl or what, but you have a boy and a girl. I don't know. They don't fight. I, they, they've never gotten in a fight. It's just bigger. Yeah. Well, I feel like there's a, like a season of life where it's like, we were both going through puberty. We were both having hormones, whatever whatnot and like we would get on each other's nerves all the time and I feel like there was this little period of time where like we weren't like we were friends and like I love Julia and I would protect Julia do anything for her but I was I don't know she was annoying yeah just annoying like annoying little sister don't want to talk to you you and your friends are annoying too are annoying go play somewhere else I don't know yeah we're we're in sixth and seventh grade so they're right. Yeah. So you're, that middle school, man, middle school is the worst. Is the worst. Is the I hated middle school. Middle school is so hard for the kids in middle school. Yeah, and and, and I, but but again, it, it comes back to me, and it comes back to like I, I think it comes back to how I talk to them. Like most of the time, I see parents and, and I see kids. They they act they like you get. You get the qualities most of the time from your parents, and especially when it comes to, like, anxiety, worry. That that is passed from parents. Like I've seen that oh, firsthand. But you know, but but what I want to pass to my kids is, and and this is where I struggle with Nicholas. I want to pass joy and passion. Like, I want to pass that. Like, I want to model that and emulate that. And he's so cerebral and. 
you know, like yesterday sitting in church and just sitting down in the chair with his back there. Like, and, and what I want to say is, Hey, you know, if pastor Jay was here and he was sitting and he was preaching, you're all, what you're telling me right now is what he has to say is not important because you're just slouching in your chair and you don't, it looks like you don't care. I'm not saying you don't care, but that that's what I want to say, but I'm trying not to nag all the time. So I was just like, Hey, babe, will you tell him to straighten up? And, and, it's just, it's at a stage where it's just so, it's so strange and it's so, and like I said, he's having, he's having some challenges that, that, that we're praying about that's hopefully not big challenges. And we actually, he has a doctor's appointment today that's kind of a, kind of a big deal for us. Um, but it's just trying to, I've got to emulate more compassion for my kids so they have more compassion. I've got to em- emulate more grace so they have more grace. I've got to emulate more love to them, more kindness to them. So they show it to their sister. Like it's, it's, it's okay. Because, you know, like he went out to the gym uh, yesterday and he went out there and shot and he went out there and shot for like five minutes and came back in. He was like, yeah, my knee was hurting a little bit. I was like, okay, I guess your knee's hurting. You don't, you don't, you don't want to worry about shooting, you know, like instead of just being like, Hey, that's, you know, it's all right. Sometimes your knee's going to hurt. I was more like, Hey man, something's always going to hurt. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what I think that's where I miss up. That's why like something always hurts, right? Like I, I don't know. That's the way my body was. Well, but yeah, there I think you gotta pick your battles. But you guess know, but guess what? Just, He's not gonna come to me with something if if he comes to me with it with his knee hurting and I and that's my response, he ain't gonna come to me when he's hurting with his girlfriend. Cause he's gonna be like, Hey, you know what he's gonna say? Suck it up. So that 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 was eye opening to me. I'm like, bro, if you want him to talk to you about anything. Shut your freaking pie hole. Like, just shut your mouth. Like, you don't have to have a comment. My kid's got a comment for everything. I wonder why. Daddy's got a comment for everything. Like, Well, I think a lot of times, and this is with Jesse, our our youngest, she'll she'll share with me an issue, and then I'll try to solve the problem. And she doesn't want me to solve the problem. She just wants me to empathize with the with what and and that's and that's the different a big difference between guys and girls, too, because us guys like to solve the we like to solve the problem. We're problem solvers. And, uh, but I do think you've got to pick your battle. So using your illustration with Nicholas, like maybe slouching in church while Pastor Jay's bringing bring the hot heat like I was, that's let that go. But if it's something with the knee or something, maybe you don't let. So you got to figure out what you – because you can't nitpick him about everything. No. And he's not you. No. I mean, he is – God, no, he's not me. He is not you, so – He's also better than gotta, me. Like, he's also – Way kinder and more compact and a nicer kid. Like I was a butthole at his age. Like I'm. I, I mean, he's. I mean, he he loves Jesus. He's got great things about him. I just there's also things about him, and it's funny. There's things about him that are so much like my wife, but those things kind of drive me crazy with him. But I adore him and my wife, and that's what's interesting. I, I find that very interesting about psychoanalyzing myself. Is like, wait a minute. I love that about my life. Are we having a counseling session? Kind of. I mean, listen, I, here's, if, if y'all think I got it all figured out, you're wrong. I, don't, I want y'all to, I mean, I do a lot of things really, really well, but I'm also learning, learning in the journey right. too and screwing it up in the journey. But this is one thing that I got to fix. I, I mean, I, I'm sure all y'all got stuff in your life that you're like, dude, I got to get that fixed. I got to get this fixed for my kids. Like I got to do a better job of finding out when I need to be compassionate and, and, probably think more compassion first. I just, I don't want entitled kids, you know, like I don't, that's a big fear of mine. That's a huge fear of mine. Like I want motivated, driven, not entitled kids. Um, And it's, 
Well, I think one of the things that you're, the, you're, your kids are growing up in church. Yeah. I mean, they are growing up in a Christian home. And that's the, that's the thing with my kids is they grew up in church. And they grew up in a Christian home. And we modeled it. And I think that was a huge difference from, you know, you guys have heard my story, you know, kind of growing up unchurched. But I think that is, that is huge. And I don't necessarily want to get off into, the, into this topic, but, um, you know, Jolyn has several friends that have kind of fallen away from God over the years. And, um, you know, because he, he's, you know, early 20s now. But we can trace it. We can trace it back to travel ball. When those families made a decision to take their kids out of church and go into travel ball, that's your priority now. That's their priority, and those kids never made it back in. It's also when they start driving. Yeah. When their parents don't drop them off to hang out with their friends anymore, it's like they have to. They can drive to go see their friends. They can get where they want to get. Yeah. I, yeah, didn't think, dri- I didn't think about that. Driving That's changes, also true. Driving changes everything. That's why I'm scared because my 10th graders, they're like turning 16. Those are my boys. That's my small group. So it's like they're still going to come, you know, once they start driving. Now they can get where they want to get when they want to get. Because I saw a bunch of friends fall off around that time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So put that in your back pocket, all you parents out there. Yeah, someone quoted you the other day in our staff meeting. I'm thinking – Gosh. People are quoting Davey in our staff meeting. What was it? You don't even know what it was. It must not have been. Well, it, was it Jamie? I think it was Holly. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was, it was Holly. Holly. What did she yeah, say? It was about, um, at least Wojak was paying attention. He doesn't have a mic, oh, but at least he knows. You, you, you want the mic, Justin? Don't give up what you want for what you want right now. That was yeah. The, Boom. Yeah. And that was, that was yeah, the, in like, the day of That's prayer. right. Yeah, that's got it. That's that's. I love telling that, and I said that the other day when I spoke to the kids at Wednesday night. I said, "Don't give up what you want for what you want right now." And I was like, "I'm gonna say this like three times because it takes a second. Because I remember hearing, and I was like, "Oh, let me run that back mm-hmm. and again." I've been hitting the head a lot, but um, yeah, we talked. I talked to I talked to our church, our count, our, our, our series with them. I was like, "I mean, if you want X, you want Y, you want Z, like." Wait a minute, in the moment, you're going to want this too. You're going to want to hang out with your friends when you're 16 and go drive and hang out and do things. But if your goal is this, then is that helping you get to that? So well, I appreciate that, Holly. Yeah, there's two Thank There's you, two things that you've said. That, that was one of them. And the other one is that have really stood out to me on this podcast is show me that your five closest friends, that you're the sum total of your five – of the you you are the that. average. You are the average of the five people you spend. You the are most the time average with. of the five. Yeah, and getting back to the kids. Now, if those five kids, you're say Nicholas's friends, if all the friends he does want to hang out with when he starts driving are the same kids who are also going to church and they're hanging out at church. I mean, I'm a broken record to our church, but church has to be the third place. That is your kid's third place. That's where they want to hang out. That's where they want to go. And that's what I love about Oconee on Wednesday nights because that's the place to be. It's crazy. That's where all the kids want to be. And we got to keep it that way, not just in middle school. It's got to be that way in high school. These older kids got to stick with it. Well, I think they're going to start cranking that up, right? The high school? I think they might split. Oh, are they splitting? Yeah, I think they're going to crank that up for the high school to try to get more. Speaking of uh, Wednesday, we're going to have Lad McConkie come out and speak. Wide receiver for Georgia. Oh, sweet. He's going to come out. Sweet. He's going to give his testimony to the Wednesday group. 
um, which I think is cool. I'm going to try to get a couple of those guys. Brock Vandegrift was another guy that was possibly going to come, but I think he's going to come share his testimony, share share a little bit about his faith and talk a little bit about mm-hmm. his journey so they can relate to some of those guys too right down the street. Man, that's Evan, awesome. So. But it's it's cool for it's cool. Thomas Settles is the is the uh, chaplain, the team chaplain for Georgia. But it's cool giving some of these kids an opportunity to come share their testimony. You know, like these kids are these kids are kids. I mean, they're high school or college kids that are yeah. growing and learning. And imagine the nerves you had when at that age given this speech. So we're gonna make it we're gonna make it fun and make it easy on them. But hopefully, some things that will relate because they're you know he's right in their age group. He's yeah. Lad's a second-year guy this year in college, so he's probably 20 years old, you know. Yeah, the, well, the fact, the fact that you're speaking to the kids is incredible. But then even better bringing in these Georgia – I mean, because everybody's high on Georgia right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they, they should be. Maybe we can get a lot of new kids there just to come hear some of these Georgia Hopefully. players. Hopefully. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm open to whatever. It's not as hard as you think. Hey, are we doing basketball? Are you doing basketball this year? Yes, we are. Yeah, it's back this year. Is it is TJ's doing it? Mm-hmm. So you got you doing a team? Yeah, we've got a team. We do have. A Are team. you in it too? Oh, we got we got a team. Oh no, you're not. You're Am not. I on the team? You're being sarcastic. No, Wayne. We we got Wayne's been calling me. Okay. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, we're just trying to play. Yeah. Yeah, we we got a B team. That's okay. But I hadn't I haven't heard anything, so maybe I'm off the B team. <laughs> <laughs> you've, been, you've been kicked off the B team as well. Maybe I didn't I didn't make B team. You didn't team. make Wayne's team. We yeah. we definitely have a team. Yeah, yeah, I know you got a team. We'll be solid. Now you now here's the challenge for you. Mm-hmm. Is everybody in your team gotta get those cats to church? Uh everybody's almost everybody on our team is a church, is at Greystone Church. Okay. Oh yeah, Rollins. Almost. Rollins, Clark, Mashburn, um, Coates, obviously is a pastor. What, um, what about Royal? Royal is Royal is not up is not at our. I heard church. Coates might join the transfer portal. No, Coates is on our team already. Yeah, already I, I entered the church. I asked Reggie. I asked portal. Reggie, but he couldn't play. Okay, he's who's a pastor at Greystone. So we are we are ninety percent Greystone, which is a lot more lot lot more than those teams like JC three is going to bring in there. Oh well, when they're all picking up Greystone's the only church team in that league. Well, it's funny that, and TJ will complain about that, which I which I love. TJ's like, make sure you, TJ TJ's text. I love, I, and I'm thankful for TJ that he set this up. This is awesome. It's a great league too. And by the way, we've actually stopped. And again, this going back to plucking your eyes out and seeing what you. We play rec ball in OVP, and we've played in the Oconee Rec League for ten plus years now, and our kids have grown up going to it. And we looked at each other the other day, and we're like, we won't ever play again. You know why? Because all they do is whine, complain, Cussing. cuss, like talk trash, make it uncomfortable. And, and you, you just get to a point where, like, I used to want it so bad because of my competitive fix. And you just get to a point now where you're like, I don't want my kids around it. I don't want to be around it. Like, it's not worth it. And that's, like, and I, I've had friends that have brought it up long ago. I'm just not having fun. And I'm like, you're right. You're absolutely right. Like, what's the point? What's the point in coming in here and having to get in fights and, um, it's just it's not it's not worth it. So you, again, remove it. Yeah. If it's not worth it, remove it. It's not helping. Remove it. Like we can go play at the um, Loganville League with TJ, and then they do a great job. Is no there's it's no whining, and there's no moaning. The refs take care of it. Like, and we do a devotion. Yeah, do a devotion before. I just again, pick yeah. and choose your spots. Like you don't have to do that because you've always done that. Ch- change it if it's something that's not bringing value or something that's not helping your life or making you better. I've been talking to. Uh, Jesse about that and other people, but you don't have to do something if you don't want to do it. (laughs) 
Like you choose what you do and what you don't. But how do you explain do that you? to kids who care what people think? Yeah. You know, that's like I tell my small group, like N O is easy. Simple. It's an easy word. No. It's a very simple word, but it's very hard to say. But you know what? It gets easier to say the more you say mm-hmm. it. The more you use it, like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do that. Like that's not you know, it's not important to me. But it's man, it's so easy to be a parent. And you talked about this a little while ago. It's so easy to be a parent in most circumstances when you're uh, when you're surrounded with other kids that are doing the same thing. I mean, like Leah's got such an amazing friend group. It's ridiculous that play basketball together. That all go to church. They're in Lindsay's small group every single week. They're at Greystone on Sundays. Like their parents aren't allowing people over to spend the night that they don't want over there. Like they're very picky. Guess what? All these sixth grade girls, none of them have a cell phone. None of them. None of them have social media. Like, that makes it very easy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Nicholas's friend group's the same way. We found such a gr- great group of kids that you want them around. Like, but it becomes very easy as a parent when you're, when you're surrounded by that because it's not a push and pull of, oh, well, so-and-so gets to do this. Can I do this? Like, mm-hmm. there is none of that. And by the way, you don't know half the time either when you don't have a phone. Could I don't we, know what the heck everybody's doing. Could we just throw the phones in the ocean? God, I would, I would, I would be I all mean, for would it. That just being we all need to just go back to flip phones. Like Stetson Bennett, baby. Somebody said he had a st- He has flip a flip phone. phone. He absolutely has a flip phone. Stetson has no social. Stay off of social media yeah, and all that. don't want that crap. That's yeah. another thing I love about the kid. So he's coming back. He's back. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for everybody. Everybody's... A lot, a lot, of, a lot of non-Stetson Bennett love for the Georgia fan base throughout the year. I've heard a lot of... Yeah. Heard a lot of JT Daniel. Can we get JT in there? Can you get JT in there? I'm like, okay, well, who gives you the best chance to win? Stetson gives you the best chance to win. Like, It seems like, hey, he just won the national championship. He could just ride off in the sunset and be a hero. I feel like he should have. And then I he, feel like it would have been he perfect. He could get any job he wanted in the state Bro, of Georgia. He's going to be a lawyer? Like, he's, I think he's going to law school. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, I'll save you. Georgia needed saving. Need help? <laughs> 41 years. Gotcha. Are you, are you writing his commercials? I'll write it. I'll, I'll see that on a yeah. billboard. I mean, don't you? Like, yeah. How can he yeah. not be? He's going to be successful at all that for sure. I'm going to need you to uh, you need to give me some hand-me-down basketball shoes. I'm still, I'm still on those old LSU. Are you going to play, though? Are you really going to play? Because you can't even pray on your knees. So I didn't know if you can play basketball. <laughs> like, we discussed this oh, man. a while ago. Like, you, you literally. I'm. I'm. I'm building. You, I'm you building can't even up, pray. I'm building up my knee praying endurance. I got him out there at Mount you know, Zion. Yeah, we, a few we, weeks ago. We hooped, and you know, I got the. I mean, it wasn't pretty, but did you asked Jolin about it was his fun to run up and down the court. Jolin came and hooped to dart. Yeah. Did you ask him about yeah. how that worked out for his teams? Well, I played against David every single time. So you think I won? Hold, any, hold on, hold on. What about David's so. stacking the deck. Oh, hey. Nicholas balled out. Nicholas was. Uh, he, he, he did tell me, but he he said the the kid guarding Nicholas. Addison. <laughs> He's the same. <laughs> Addison's, Addison's grown. He's just the, the same size as Nicholas. He's not. I don't think. It was yeah. a good time. I'm it was glad, fun, though. I'm glad y'all got to play. Are, you, are y'all playing tonight? I still haven't been invited over to play. Is it Monday? It's Monday. I don't know what day of the week it is. I still haven't even been invited Tuesday? to Pollock's to, to play basketball. I, I, I gave you a standing yeah. invite many episodes <laughs> ago. Thank you, Will Jack. Like, <laughs> I told you, Monday nights at 8.30. I've got, I've got a podcast listener Buddy of mine has been begging to play at basketball at David's house. <laughs> we go to and I'm like, dude, you can't fan, fanboy over, no, over David. 
Thank you for listening to this week's Family Goals podcast with Davey Pollock and Pastor Jay. I think a great takeaway from this episode is that there isn't just one blueprint to a great leader. Joe Burrow is a great example of that. You don't have to be a celebrity or a pastor to be a great leader. You can lead exactly where you are. I challenge you to lead your family well by walking with Jesus and loving others the way that Jesus loved us. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, so what are you passing down to your kids? Thank you again for listening to the Family Goals podcast, and we will catch you next week.